0: Here we go. Hello and welcome to the saga. I am your host, Tedra Eberhart Lee. Um, today I have a guest that will be joining me in a discussion in regards to the shooting of Mr. Rashad Brooks by the Atlanta police officer that resulted in Mr. Brooks passing away. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have seen the video footage And so there's a a debate that's going on on whether or not the shooting was justified. So I'm going to go over um, Tennessee versus Garner, just to give you an idea of some of the Supreme court cases. So under the fourth amendment of the US Constitution a police officer may use deadly force to prevent the escape of a fleeing suspect only if the officer has a good faith belief that the suspect poses a significant threat of death or serious physical injury to the other to the officer or others so the key thing is that the officer has a good faith a belief that the suspect poses a significant threat of death or serious physical injury. So in this case, um, the police officer shot and killed Garner as he was fleeing the scene of a crime. Despite knowing that Garner was unarmed, the police officer believed that he was justified in shooting him to prevent his escape. So, this, the, it was ruled in Garner's favor that the officer was not justified. So, there's another case that has been brought to surface. And I'm going to let my guest, Officer Janet give a little detail about this Supreme Court case. How you doing, Officer Janet?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for inviting me here to have this conversation
0: with you. Thank you for joining me. So can you give a um, brief description of the Graham versus Connor Supreme Court case?
1: Uh, sure, absolutely. Um, so what the Supreme Court case um, determined
0: Uh, was basically that an objective, reasonable
1: officer would apply to a free free citizen's claim that enforcement officials use excessive force in the course of making an arrest, uh, a stop and seizure of this person. Uh, Basically, what that means is that any objective, reasonable officer in that situation is going to use the same amount of force as the next officer. Uh, This is a standard that most law enforcement agencies teach uh, when you go through the academy. And in this case, um, it's debatable because of the way the two officers reacted in this situation at the same time. You actually have the one officer who taser was taken from him pursue him running behind him and he did not pull his firearm the other officer gives chase as well but he pulls his taser so in that instance you have two different officers in the same situation behaving differently Uh, so in my opinion this situation is going to change a lot of these case studies that law enforcement and uh, district attorneys and Supreme Court have used for years. Uh, And that is just, just the beginning of of that because you can see that you have two objective and reasonable officers in this situation reacting to the situation totally different. Okay. So this particular standard I think is going to be one that is going to be. Uh, it, it's not going to be as as used as frequently as in the past.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over the Georgia law. Okay. In regards to this, it says Georgia law allows a person to use deadly force only if he or she. Reasonably believes that such force is necessary to prevent death or great bodily injury to himself or herself or a third person. So looking at the video and it's in, in, in its entirety, um you know, it's 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 officer discretion on whether or not if they want to arrest someone. So there were opportunities for the officer to allow richard brooks to go to his sister's house or maybe call his sister and have his sister to come up to the wendy's with someone that's able to drive the car and and the chauffeur mr brooks off the premises uh-huh. now later on in the in the video he is um you know he does the he he fails the breathalyzer so during the struggle of course you know he's being he wasn't being compliant as you can see in the video so i don't know first of all i'm just like how did he even was able to even take the taser that um that's something that I, i don't know me being a former police officer I'm not going to let somebody take my stuff, point blank, period. And, um, but if, anywho, with that, he gets up, he takes the taser, and he, he's running. Now, you can see on the video where he turns around, and he, I don't know if he, he did he shoot the taser?
1: Yes, he, he deployed the taser.
0: He deployed the taser. Uh-huh.
1: Now, that was the second time that taser had been deployed, it hard because the officers had had deployed the taser while they were on the ground fighting. Because uh-huh. when I was when watching the video, I could hear the taser go off. When, when that officer pulled, the reason why he got the taser, the officer pulled the taser out, and you hear the officer go, taser, taser. And then you hear it deploy, and then next thing you know, you see Mr. Brooks jump up taser in
0: hand and starts running. Yeah, he he basically he just snatched the taser out the officer's hand like give it to uh-huh. me. This is mine. And he start running so he he turns and he shoots the taser. And he, he I think he did hit the officer on his arm. It like hit him a little bit cuz I swear I heard the officer go out. But uh-huh. and, and with that reaction the other officer um shot twice and was Able to hit Mr. Brooks with the with the the two shots. So when you're looking at a taser, because on these um, these laws it's saying that it it keeps saying the word significant threat and serious bodily harm. Does is a taser? Does a taser cause serious bodily harm?
1: No.
0: No, it doesn't. Uh-huh. Okay. A taser is considered non-lethal
1: force.
0: It's considered non-lethal force. Uh uh-huh. Okay, so because I know, in order for an officer to to use um. Lethal force, I, it, and when I was in the academy, there are certain levels. If 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 a person, if now if a person have a knife, then maybe yeah, you can maybe go up to your, your pistol, you know, you go up one level higher than the suspect. So would they consider the gun a higher lever level than the taser?
1: Now, that's, that's, that's a good question. Now, this is the thing. You're, what you're talking about is the, the use of force continuum, which they don't teach anymore. Oh, they don't. No, nope, at least not in my, not in not in a particular agency, agency that I work for. They used to teach that. Okay. And which I know that because having been in law enforcement for so many years, I've heard it for so many. Like like you said, you know, you want to match force with force, or, or you want to whatever force,
0: what level of force they have, you want to go one step above. Mm-hmm.
1: So, and like the example you just said, but. At least I think, and, and I haven't spoken with a lot of um, Atlanta police officers in reference to this. So I'm not sure if they use that or not. Um, but at the same time, um, the officer who did have his taser drawn and in, in pursuit with him, he kind of matched his force, if you think about it. He matched force with force. Yeah. He wasn't running behind him initially with his gun drawn he was running behind him with his taser out. Yeah. And at that point, and, and, and in essence, because, you know, uh, I've tried to stay off of social media as much as I can and listen to a lot of different arguments in reference to this. Um, because you'll hear people say, well, um, they didn't have to shoot him. At that point, uh, you know, we don't know what was going through that officer's mind. Um, because, like you said, you hear him say, "out." So, and now, and we can all try to speculate, you know, when adrenaline is going and in these, quick, it, it only takes five seconds for something to go bad. Uh, and your adrenaline is going and your heart's pacing. Mm-hmm. And you hear that taser go off. Yeah. And you feel it. He dropped his taser and pulled his firearm immediately like it was so fast
0: so it I thought it was the officer that was behind that shot him not the officer that was in front with the taser now
1: according to what the district attorney would when I read that report yesterday that the officer whose taser got taken
0: was the one who by arm. is the one who 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 Shot his firearm, correct?
1: From what the the district attorney said, but then again, they're saying that the officer is a state witness and his attorneys keep saying he's not a state witness at this point. Um, I'm not sure who fired, because initially I thought that's what it was. I thought that it was the officer whose taser got taken was the one who shot him. But from the report that the district attorney released, they're saying that it was the officer who had
0: the taser out, because you do see him drop the taser yeah but it but it happened so
1: fast i don't see him reach for his gun and shoot the and shoot his. yeah
0: weapon. i didn't see that either so i thought but you hear the you
1: hear the shots exactly i hear the so, shots
0: and then i you know then of course on other videos you hear the officers say i got him or uh-huh, something, uh-huh. something like that mm. but yeah
1: unfortunately i know and like i said in my agency they don't teach the use of force continuum anymore mm-hmm. um because you don't have time to really think about that nowadays. I think in previous years uh, it was a different type of criminal, so you could stand there and think about that. But nowadays, you don't have time to think about that. It's kind of like you know, you just think is is this person going to cause
0: harm to myself, themselves, or someone else? So basically, react. So basically, the re- the reaction is based off of fear that there might be some type of weapon instead of exactly. exe- instead of knowing there is a weapon uh-huh.
1: because they had already patted him down so they knew he didn't have anything but the taser
0: yeah yeah
1: so they can't they could they what they can't do they can't argue and say oh well i thought the the taser sound was a gun you
0: already had a million. <laughs> now if they if if they try to come up with that now come on now. <laughs> they gonna have more I mean, they gonna have more than Wendy's burning down if they try to say some craziness <laughs> like that. And, but I then know, you, I, I, I say you you also have to look at when it says, you know, it's all about safety the surroundings. So there was there was other people there in the drive through. Now suppose w- this officer that took those two shots missed. And hit somebody in the drive-through. Exactly. Because
1: of course you know you you worked in law enforcement for years. You always have to take into account for what is behind that target that you're aiming at. Yes. So so if he's running and and there are cars in that drive-through, you're running. I mean, you know, this is not television. To where you you are a, a marksman. To where you are guaranteed to that. That all those shots are going to go where you want them to, and actually, I heard three shots. Only two landed. So where'd the third shot go? Because oh. if, if you listen, if you listen
0: close, it's uh-huh. pop, pop, pop. But only two
1: shots landed on Mr. Brooks. So where's the other? So that's a perfect example. Like you said, where's would third shot? Where'd,
0: where'd that third shot third go? Bullet go? And and my another thing that I noticed is that the 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 body camera footage that they. releasing to the public is not the body cam footage of the of the first officer that was that had the taser it was I want to say it was the second officer because you can see on the on the video footage you can see the second officer run running behind him Uh so one, his, his, why his did, you know, how did his body, off? you know, how did it come off? How did the body camera come off? Because, I mean, it was, during all that tussling, it, it was still on. Then all of a sudden, it, it was like it was just laid on the ground.
1: hmm hmm I, I noticed that, too. I was like, okay, well.
0: It, it does. It, it seems like it was placed down because, like I say, like we both observed that it was on during all that tussling. Then all of a sudden, it was just laying faced up. Uh-huh. And there's no body camera footage from the other officers' body camera. They have not released. They have. Exactly. Yeah, they haven't they have released, not that. released that one. So I don't. I don't. It's. it's it's it. This talk. This has been a a big debate on social media, and a lot of people saying that. Oh, you know, why did he? Why did he t- have the taser? He shouldn't have took the taser. You know, that's that's uh-huh. what you know. When you do stuff like that, then you end up in the situation that Mr. Brooks ended up in. Uh-huh. But um, regardless, if if he had. Pulled the taser out or not. Um, I mean, took the taser. I Even if he fled, I, I don't know if it, the situation would have happened, the incident would have happened differently. Even if, if, he, did, if he didn't have the taser. I you know.
1: If he had just, if he didn't have the taser but had gotten into a fight with, with the police and then took off running, I think it would have been
0: different outcome. And what what outcome would that have been? You think they would have just chased random down?
1: I would look I would like to think that's what would happen. Yeah. Um because at that point, I mean I mean we've all had to run behind suspects before. So Yeah. I've never had to you know, if, and and I've never had to run behind someone that was unarmed, and I pulled my, my weapon. You, you see what I'm saying? So I think that the fact that the taser came out kind of changed it.
0: Changed it, took it to it, a little, It made that adrenaline rush a little bit rapid. Exactly. Yeah
1: and the fact
0: that you just got beat up by this guy yeah. <laughs> and he took your weapon yeah so. he, he got beat up and took the weapon I, that was he was the officer i'm sure he was pissed off he was mad yeah, uh-huh. i'm sure he was i don't know but what i want to know what happened to um just a basic Aspaton, a little little on the leg la- on the back of the other of knee it, it's uh-huh. like I don't it's like we're it's so uh, it's other stuff on the duty belt that you can use other than your taser and or your uh-huh. pistol So is uh-huh. I mean has the taser you know created a somewhat of a a, a laziness within um, law enforcement or you know because it,
1: I, honestly what I think in, the, in this situation I, I think it can. And depending on the situation, um, but I think what they were trying to do in this situation was, I think they were trying to drive stun him. I think they were trying to get him to stop. So I think that's why the taser came out, because they were trying to to incapacitate him. They were trying to get him to stop beating them, basically. Yeah. that wasn't working
0: because you could hear the taser going. That sounds great. Because if, if a person have on several layers of clothing or if they have mm-hmm. on, you know, some thick jeans, those, um, what are they? The prongs? Yep. They, the prongs yeah.
1: Right
0: they, they're they not going to attach to, to, to the body in order for the, mm-hmm. for that electric current to kick in. So I don't know. That's why I'm like, why? Ugh. Why why is it that the taser has now become the thing to do? If it's not the taser, then you have people going, "Oh, I thought I pulled my taser out when they pulled out their weapon."
1: Mm-hmm. And it's it, it it's 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 that officer's mentality. It's that state. It's that officer's state of mind. Because I've been on warrant services. Actually, I just. Went on one uh, last week, and uh, there was an officer who had not been out on a warrant service uh, in a while. And after we briefed in or you know information going up to the to the house, I turn around and she has her taser out, and I'm looking, I'm looking like, what? Oh, okay, everybody else has their guns. like why do you have your taser up? Yeah. Um, but it, again that's the type of officer she is like she if that makes any sense um she didn't realize the seriousness of this like hey no we're serving a warrant wait oh i was good yeah
0: yeah i mean serving a warrant is something totally different
1: exactly i know but with that being said you know i think me personally i don't like the tasers because they're so unpredictable just what you just said if one of those prongs decides to go too far to the right you don't have it turned the right way and, and it's so many different variables with the tasers and especially depending upon the model that you have um, and I think this particular model that they have you can hit a switch and not deploy the cartridges the prongs and you can actually drive stun that's why I think that they were trying he was trying to drive stun him to get him to stop punching them and that's what he was you know he just basically Yeah. Essentially, like a firearm. Yeah. So he didn't know what he was doing. That's why it wasn't effective with the officer. But at the same time, officers, you know, we still have to we have to think instantly, but you still have to use good judgment.
0: That's true. That is true. And, and some, you know, like you say, sometimes it, you know stuff happens so fast. To where you might not have that time to think and you just go by um uh memory as as far as you know because i know when i was a police officer i went to the shooting range a lot so it it became a repetition on pulling my firearm out you know Uh timing myself on how quick i can pull it out the holster and all that stuff. So it it became a repetition. So I think when when that adrenaline adrenaline kick in, it the first thing that your your mind your body think of is pulling out that weapon. And I think that's uh, probably something that is happening with a lot of law enforcement officers because you know when you do uh, training, basically you're you're um, you go into the shooting range more than anything, more than any type uh-huh. of training. And then with I, with the taser, uh, what you do? training once, and then you get your certification, uh-huh. and that's it. So,
1: uh, you should have an annual training. I know my agency we do it annually. A annual. An annual training. We do it every six months
0: as well. Every six months, okay. Uh-huh. And I don't know. Uh, what happened to what happened to OC? They don't they don't use OC spray no more. I mean, because they were they were close enough to get it, it to actually get it in his eyes. Uh huh. Uh huh. So it's it's
1: different things, like you said. We have all these different tools on your belt that can be utilized to, it, especially when it is. Yes, he was resisting. Yes, we know that. And, and he was actively resisting. So, but there are several different compliance techniques that can be utilized that they, some agencies focus on a lot more than other agencies. Um, like you said, you know, you know, that muscle memory is is automatic because you're going to know how to pull that firearm regardless. Um, and some of the other things, not necessarily as much, um, but I know in particular, my agency, we spend a lot of time on communication and de-escalation techniques and basically talking to people. Um, and a lot of agencies have gotten away from that, I think. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, you may not focus that much on you know, de-escalation techniques, you know, you it might be one class or you know semi-annually. Yeah. But you're gonna have but you're
0: gonna have defensive tactics for for, for three months. you know, what I mean, so yeah, it, that's, it's just, that's it's how, just I, I, yeah I want to say because you know I, I learned the um, de escalating um, situ- situations when I was in the academy, but. When I was out on the field with the department uh, we didn't do any of that we didn't do have any though any of those type of de-escalating training so we, it, you know I don't know maybe that's some something that needs to be looked at within um, police departments what look at what type of trainings are they um, doing and what training is they're not doing uh-huh. you know so huh. well but as you stated this will uh bring change into uh some of these laws but which way is it gonna go is it gonna go towards the suspect as far as you know the person getting shot in the back even though he turned around with the taser or is it going to be towards the officer because of the suspect having the taser
1: Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm sure you've had conversations with different officers uh since this has taken place and i've spoken with officers on both ends of the spectrum some officers uh consider this a uh that that is a justified Event and some say that it's not this time. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays
0: out. It it is, and but you have to. I I would think that you would really have to look at the laws, and it goes back to if it was a significant threat or if he was going to cause death or serious physical body injury and since the taser is a non-lethal weapon and it doesn't cause bodily harm serious bodily harm then that will that would make the justification unjustified if you if you're looking at it that way so it's it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out and what transpires Uh, but Like you mentioned that if, um, if they hadn't arrested the officer, I think we would still be seeing some of Atlanta up in flames.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and even with them being charged right now, what you're having is you're having a lot of officers, um, you know, not really... Boycotting, but you
0: had a, a, quite a few officers that that were "quote unquote" sick. Sick, yeah, I I saw that. It, they call it the it was called the blue <laughs> flu, the blue flu, where they a lot of um, yeah they had the blue flu. Yeah, yeah they, they had, the had the blue flu. flu <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know it's it's just it's very interesting how it it just depends on the 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 scenario on officers. Coming together, you know, when it when it's about getting more money, getting paid more because it is a dangerous job, you know. You don't have the officers getting the blue flu. Then, you know, they was like, "I got, I got bills to pay. I got to do this. I got to do that." But when the officer kills somebody, hey, we got the blue flu. So I don't. Know, I think I just thought I thought that was interesting. I, that you know they're they coming together. Yeah. During yeah. during with that being said, with, with they with with them
1: having the the extent of of officers, even though you know they, um, I think Atlanta Police came on and said that, oh, it was, this is not true. You know we didn't have officers walking off the job. We just have a lot of people that are sick. Um, they had to call in other agencies to do. Just traffic. What? And different things like
0: that. Are you serious? Georgia State Patrol. Georgia State Patrol
1: was was out conducting traffic stops in some zones.
0: Some zones were radio silent. You didn't hear a thing. Mm. Wow. 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 Well, huh? But it's going to be interesting. Very interesting. Well, Officer Janet, I thank you for joining me in this discussion, and you be safe out there when you serving those warrants. Is that back?
1: Absolutely. Thank you for, for having me. Anytime you need me to come back, I'll
0: be more than happy to come back. Oh, yeah, because you know once some of these laws are going to be changed and when these um, verdicts and stuff come in, oh, yeah, I'll have you back on the show. All right, well, thank you guys for tuning into the saga. I hope that we were able to just give you a look at the different Supreme Court cases and how they turned out and some of the good stuff and the bad stuff that is all related into being in law enforcement. So thank you again for tuning into the saga um, if you have any comments, make your comments. If you have any other topics that you would like for us to discuss, email the saga atl at gmail.com. Have a great day.